You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Cap'n Wags. I give you A. C-L. And with that, we are back. The ACL pod featuring the one and only Mr. Cap'n Wags. He's Wags. I'm ACL. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you had a happy and healthy New Year, you and your family. And here we are, back in the New Year, Wags, ready to cash some tickets. One game left in the college football season in the national title game next week. Week 18, first time I've ever said that, which is kind of cool. Week 18 in the NFL season. Lots 18. of playoff scenarios that we'll talk about this week. Number one seed's up for grabs, potentially. Six, seven seed's up for grabs. Lots lots going on. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Yeah, I was, uh, that was your time. It was good. It was, uh, it was good. I spent some of it on New Year's Eve watching two awful playoff games. But, hey, <laughs> what are you going to do? Maybe maybe they'll figure it out when you're in expand to a uh, – eight 12 or maybe even 16 teams yeah no that that would be great um i got i got lucky i uh you know obviously like you said new New year's eve two college playoff games and and my wife uh you know we're going to dinner but she did allow me to prop up my phone and watch the uh the georgia bama game as long as i wasn't fixated on it which i wasn't (laughs) was able was able to watch it again later on take some notes for the uh for the national title game, but yeah, like you said, it wasn't so exciting, so it didn't really, um, wasn't really that upset at the end. I'll tell you what was exciting in that Georgia-Michigan game: cashing a max that. play. Woo. <laughs> Never a doubt with the max play, yeah, man. <laughs> just, 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 just took another shower to get that sweat. Uh, Ooh, I, I will say, out. over forty-four and a half. Got it earlier in the week. Sent it out. 30 points at halftime, feeling good. Although I will feeling say great. at halftime, feeling great. Yeah, look, you got over 44 and a half. You have 30 points at halftime. That's good. Um, that said, I, I did sort of look at it. Georgia was blowing them out, so you figure they're going to run the ball heavily in the second half. So that did concern me a little bit. But I'm still thinking, okay, you know, 15 points is doable because yeah. Michigan's going to be chucking it. Exactly. So, I, and there look. we were. And what did I do? I texted you, and I said, this game is going to end. 34-11. You texted me that halfway through the fourth. You did. Yep. You did. Yep. So, so kudos to you there. Um, national championship game coming up Monday night. Uh, Georgia-Alabama. Look, Georgia minus 2.5, juiced minus 120. If you like Bama, you, there are certainly plus threes out there. Okay, there are plus threes flat. I've seen plus threes even. I've seen plus threes minus 120. In my opinion, I want to hear yours, what's going to happen with this game is – it's going to be very similar to the Super Bowl. The the public is going to have their say, and the public who wants to bet Alabama isn't going to take the points. They're not going to take the three, the line. The total is 52.5, fairly high total. They're going to take the money line. They're going to take Alabama on the money line and just say Nick Saban's going to win. So what that's going to do is it's going to present value, not necessarily saying I'm taking it or that run out and take that. All I'm saying is from a numbers perspective, the Georgia money line compared to their percentage to win, their power rankings, all that, will present value because the public bettors, very similar to the Super Bowl, who bet the dog, don't take the points, they take the money line. Yep, no, absolutely. And and I have some notes here. Um, the public, I mean, so 
it's a little bit of both, right? So the public's all over Alabama plus the points. So yep. we, we have about 67 to 70% of the bets are on Alabama. So you would say, okay, you know, that makes sense. We're seeing a line shift. Um, and the, the line moved from two and a half, though, to three. So you would think it would move down. It actually moved up. And the reason is that the Sharps are all over Georgia. And even though there's two-thirds of the bets on Bama, only about 53% of the money is on Alabama because um, there's a ton of Sharps there on Georgia laying the points. However, there was some, uh, you know, obviously some pushback there once it hit three we saw the juice come in. Um, it's either juiced or, or you can only you know get it at two and a half now. So, um, and as far as the total, it's pretty much been sitting at fifty-two and a half. Even though sixty percent of the bets and eighty-one percent of the money is on the over. So, um, but for the most part, that total hasn't really moved much. Uh, I think the, what the first game ended what forty-one twenty-four yep. at sixty-five. Um, so you know. Uh, Take that as you will. Um, and as far as the money line, like you said, 77% of the bets are on Alabama money line. While uh, I think it's only 70% of the money. So, um, yeah, definitely interesting. I, th- I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, I think we're in for a, a great one. Um, even though Georgia was ranked three, I mean, these are the two best teams in football. Georgia was number one pretty much all year until they lost to Alabama in the SEC championship game. Um, you know, I don't think we can get better than this. Uh, they they each have a blueprint of each other, having played each other, what, three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think it's going to, you know, a lot's going to have to ride on, on Stetson Bennett. And um, frankly, you know, while he did throw three touchdowns in that first game, he did throw two picks and, um, you know, Georgia fans hate on him pretty good because uh, he's not some great quarterback out there, but he has been steady all year, um, and this is his chance to really step up and, and kind of prove his haters wrong. So uh, let's see what he can do with that. Yeah, I mean, look, you can always learn from some when when there's a, a rematch. You can always look back at the first game and hopefully pick up some stuff. Stetson Bennett in that game, 29 for 48, 340 and three touchdowns. As far as the line, a lot was talked about that line going into the week, Georgia closed minus six and a half. Okay. So minus six and a half on a neutral three weeks ago, they, they lost outright. So this line for this title game, two and a half minus three. So you can see why people from a pure power rankings perspective, who basically haven't changed their power ranking since that game saw Georgia minus six, three weeks later, what's changed? Not much really. And now Georgia's minus two and a half, right? So you're, yep. they, and I, from their perspective, four points of pure line value there. Totally. And I think that's what the Sharps see and that's what Sharps do. I think the public right. says, oh, Alabama just beat them three weeks ago and they beat them pretty handily. And now I'm getting points. Give me the points. And, um, you know, it kind of makes sense. Uh, I totally get it. But look, it's tough to beat the same team twice, mm-hmm. um, especially in the same uh, season. And uh, Georgia, you know, especially defensively, didn't play well. Um, Alabama came out, did what they do, you know, under Saban. Saban definitely out coaches you know, there and, and it showed, but, you know, can Georgia make the adjustments? It's been three weeks or so more than that, uh, probably uh, about a month now. Um, what adjustments will Georgia make specifically on defense? Cause to me, they came out flat. They, they didn't really show too much. Um, they didn't do any sort of stunts until the end of the game when they finally got after Bryce young, um, who didn't really have to do much. And, um, to be honest, Georgia, didn't really run that ball that often. 
Um, I think they had 22 carries for about 97 yards. Their running backs did um, specifically. So it was a, they were averaging for over, about four and a half yards a carry. Yeah. Um, you know, and only running the ball to me, not that much um, goes to show you and, and throwing the ball 48 times, you know, maybe they need to mix it up a little bit more and maybe that's what they'll do. And maybe that's going to give Stetson Bennett a little bit more time to complete more passes and, and limit his mistakes. Yeah, we. One other interesting point for me is the is the, the the total. We talked about the total for this game. It's sitting at fifty two and a half. The total for the SEC title game a month ago, open fifty one and a half, was bet down to forty eight and a half. As you mentioned, sixty five total points in that game. So, what's happened since then? I think Georgia's defense in that game certainly got exposed. But I mean, they looked awfully good against Michigan, right? Giving up yeah. eleven points there. So. From a, a little, a little bit different between Alabama and Michigan. Exactly. I mean, we saw exactly. Michigan and the Big Ten's true colors. I think Michigan played Ohio State. I mean, just real quick, uh, Ohio State didn't play that well in that game, and they and Michigan finally came to play in a big game. Um, this was, you know, that was more or less their and the Iowa game thereafter, kind of their Super Bowl, yep. their last hurrah. Um, but going against these two powerhouse teams, that Michigan had, you know, would have had no chance against Alabama. And Georgia, you know, you saw what happened there. Yep. So that game closed 48 and a half, the SEC title game. This game's 52 and a half right now. So four points of movement there to the over. So it's a game that we will obviously break down tons of props. We will have a national championship game package only up on the site. So that'll be up by the time you guys are listening to this because just the amount of props, it's very similar to the Super Bowl. Uh, the amount of props, the amount of game props, player props, et cetera, that are available for this game often do present a ton of value there. So that will be up. The bowl package finished positive again for this year, Wags. Awesome job, man. We hit the max play last week, which was great. We both finished up plus units on the package. So fantastic job there. And we're looking to finish it out strong for you guys here for another year, which is great. So Absolutely. And those who um, were on the package and, and were able to get, um, you know, we still have one play pending. Um, other than right. the props that will come out. So we, we still have that. Uh, for those on the NFL, uh, the, the football futures package, we still have a Georgia to win the national title. Great call by eight, you. Plus 800. So um, you may see a little bit of a hedge play coming out from, from my side. You don't, you know, you let it ride or, or, or take my advice. So um, look out for that as well. Yeah, great preseason call there. I remember talking with you about that. And 8-1 uh, to one on Georgia looks awfully nice to have in your pocket right now, which I know you <laughs> and all clients do. So good good stuff there. All right, moving over to the National Football League. Week 18, first time I've ever said that. Week 18, NFL. Um, week 18, look, so normally this is week 17. So week 18, always interesting. In my opinion, a lot of people lay off it. I, I actually find a ton of value in it because the coaches, it's very similar to the, to the preseason, right? The coaches tell you exactly in many cases what they're going to be doing do they care are they going to be playing we now we're taping this on wednesday we found out joe burrow for the Bengals isn't playing yet or sorry it has been announced that he's that that he's not going to be playing so stuff like that uh if you can get out out ahead of it so always be looking for that monitoring practice reports injury reports coaches interviews etc yeah now i I also saw the bears will be starting fields now again take that for what it's worth i mean uh, you, you don't really know um, what you're going to get from that, but uh, but they will be playing field, so that that'll be interesting. And and you're exactly right. I mean, th- this is exactly 
um, the type of stuff that where where sharps are, are typically very um, hot because, like you said, there, there's a lot more data, a lot more um, understanding of who's going to be playing that, that maybe the public doesn't really put that much weight into, um, and there you could find a lot a lot of value there. Totally agree. So. AFC clinched playoff spots. Teams that have clinched: the Bills, the Patriots, the Bengals, the Titans, and the Chiefs. So two spots remain between the Colts, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Ravens. So two spots remain for those five teams. Titans, of course, have the track for the number one seed there. NFC clinched playoff spots. Six out of the seven teams have already clinched: the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Packers, who have clinched the one spot. The Bucks, the Rams, and the Cardinals have all clinched spots. One spot remains simply between two teams, the Saints and the 49ers. So obviously, you know, and from my point of view, I'll be talking a little bit about this some more on my free play later. You're going to be paying a tax on these teams that quote have to win, right? The teams that have to win in order to make it in, the teams that have nothing to play for. Generally, you're going to get a tax there. And, and a lot of times these teams that have quote nothing to play for really do care. Um, Either they have guys that are, you know, playing for another contract, guys that have bought in, teams that are playing divisional rivals that want to knock them out, for example. Um, so you can't always just say, okay, team A needs to win, so I'm going to bet them. Generally, again, there's a point spread tax there, and a lot of times the other team wants to – it's their Super Bowl to knock their divisional rival out of the playoffs. So always be looking for those things. Um and that certainly is the case with some of these games week 18. Yeah, no, you, I mean, you summed it up really well. Um, something else to look at is the weather factor week 18 later, obviously in, you know, now in January, new year, yep. uh, very cold outdoor teams up North, you know, got to look out for rain, snow, uh, cold weather, winds, things like that. And uh, yeah, one of those games I will be talking about for my free play. So, um, you know, look forward to, that segment just kind of two things to talk about with some of those teams that i mentioned saints and 49ers specifically over on the nfc side so the 49ers did not clinch a playoff spot yet on sunday which i mentioned with the win but they can do it in week 18 with the win at the rams or a loss by the saints the saints did avoid elimination by defeating the Panthers last week. They clinched a playoff berth with a win at the Falcons plus a loss by the Niners. So certainly the Niners, you would think, have the inside track there. That said, the Saints are around minus four and a half is the line currently out there at Atlanta. And the Niners, as of now, are dogs at the Rams because the Rams need that game to potentially uh, improve their playoff seating as well. Divisional yeah. win and all that stuff. So... On that game, though, I will I will say that it, it did open six, yep. um, and now it's down to about four. Yep. Um, last I saw, so um, clearly there's uh, you know respectable money coming in on the Niners, even though as a, as a road dog, and um, actually Niners as a divisional road dog, which kind of is uh, against the grain of what we normally see, is is actually very good, um, and they also did beat up on the Rams this year, 31 to 10. So they did. And that is a game that we will dive into a little bit later on. So we'll, we'll, we'll save some of that stuff, but yeah, I think, you know, just based on two teams actually carrying two teams playing, that's certainly the game of the week. Um, 49ers at Rams, which we'll get to after we get to the speed round questions. So 
You want to jump into that, man? You ready? Oh, sorry. Fishy line of the week. The fishy, fishy line of the line. week. The fishy line of the week, I will say, might be the – and we may talk about this at some point. Some of these these award markets, uh, offensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, MVP. I mean, take a look at some of these markets. I, I tweet them out quite a bit, guys. But, um, man – I mean, there was massive movement on some of these, you know, Jamar Chase, uh, Mac Jones stuff, uh, Aaron Rodgers MVP stuff. So just kind of take a look at that. I'm not necessarily sure that one game makes makes the award or, you know, w- one week should, should change the lines uh, this dramatically. But definitely check all, all your outs, all your books for uh, for those particular markets, guys. Right. Yeah. Those those voters are going to look for consistency and, yeah. and uh, across for sure. So totally agree. All right, my man, 60 second speed round time. I'm going to ask you three questions. You ready? All right, let's do it. All right. Let me pull up my stuff here. Question number one, college football wags. Will Caleb Williams, who just entered the transfer portal this week, which is an interesting development. Will he be the Oklahoma Sooner starter next year? Or will he be, even be on the team? I should say next year. Yeah. So Definitely interesting. I will say yes, he will be on the team, and I will see. I will say yes, he will be the starter. Um, it's very interesting that the the new development. I think you're going to see lots of studs start to enter the portal and start shopping around what NIL deals that they can you know figure out. I mean, basically, it's like a free agent market out yeah. there now, um, where these guys can go and and go see what schools are going to give them big deals. I mean, it's kind of crazy and and. Honestly, I, at first I, I hated it, and it's kind of interesting. You'd do I mean, it too. Kind of, yeah, of course I would do it. <laughs> Look, they're, you know what? They're smart business people, yep. or they're starting to become. They're listening to family and, and say, hey, why not go get a million-dollar deal? You're only making X. You know, go, go make your money now. Who knows? Maybe you'll get hurt, and, and you know, God forbid that happens. You don't go pro, and, and at least you'll have something, you know, left uh you know in the bank at some point so yeah i don't i don't hate it um but i think at the end of the day he will come back and be in oklahoma sooner um i know uh they just got a transfer quarterback also so yeah. it'll, it'll be interesting to see but i mean this guy overtook spencer rattler who was the heisman favorite and and supplanted him and <laughs> played really well so i can't imagine um he won't be the starter there next year. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like you might as well, if you're a top guy, enter the portal, see what you see, what's out there, like a free agency. And yeah. uh, if you don't Good like shot. what you see, come back. Come back. What's, yeah, exactly. What's the worst? All right, question number two. I know you have a future on Dak Prescott to be comeback player of the year at plus 220 from the Futures Package preseason. He's currently minus 140 in that market with a week left. Will you be hedging that? at all with Joe Burrow at plus 110. It's almost certainly going to be one of the two of them to win it. My answer is no. I mean, uh, look, you got so much value on deck at plus 220. Now he's minus 140. Um, You know, it's not like a max play or anything like that. So I'm letting it ride. Um, You know, I still think he's the favorite. I still think he he is it. Um, Burrow obviously had a great year. Um, But, you know, after what Dak went through last year, I, I think, uh, they got to give him the nod there. Okay. Last question. Cooper Cup needs 136 yards to break Calvin Johnson's season receiving record. Will he? And before you answer that, I saw Cooper Cup came out this week and talked about even if I break it, there should be an asterisk by because he obviously has one extra game. So what are your thoughts on that? And will he break the record? 
first off, interesting because I, I did not see the Cooper Cup thing. And that was, you know, kind of my first thing as you were reading this question was, well, he didn't break it because he's already up. His time's up. He, he it's already 17 it. games. Yeah. It. But yeah. at least he, he admitted it. Um, will he do it? No, he won't. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he gets there. I think he gets close, but, um, ultimately I, I don't think he gets to 136 yards. I mean, he could very easily, but he's playing a, a, a tough defense and a team yeah, that actually yeah. needs to win the game. So exactly. They're, they're going to figure out a way to, to at least try to contain him. Totally agree. All right. You're off, man. Ooh, all right. Good questions. All right. Are, are you ready? Yes, sir. ACL. The Washington football team, as we know, are called the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. They are announcing a new name. What should that name be? Yeah, I think they're announcing it beginning of February is what I saw. Uh, I would pick the Defenders, which was the, was it the, the XFL team name from a few years ago. Just sort of sounds cool, right? The DC Defenders. I think they're going to okay. pick the Commanders. That's what I think they're going to go with. Some people think they're going to stick with the Washington football team name. I really hope they don't do that. That would be awful. I would pick the Defenders. I think they're going to go with the Commanders. Very cool. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I think, you know, the Washington football team, for me, uh, you know, that, that's too much like how they do it in soccer with yeah. the football club and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. It's like, all right, I get it, but. Well, let's give yourself a, a nickname. I want to see uh, if they do the defenders, what who their mascot, what that's going to look like. Yep. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. You mentioned this earlier. Some of the crazy markets, Jamar Chase or Mac Jones. All right. I'm glad you brought this up. So Mac Jones, like a few weeks ago was minus 500 to win this award. Jamar Chase has this all-world game this week against the Chiefs. Now he reopened minus 220. He's like minus that. He's out to minus 240 right now, meaning Jamar Chase to win this award. I would vote for Mac Jones. He's a quarterback on a team that was not projected to do much. Now, you could say the same about Jamar Chase. However, if you just look at the totality of the year, Joe Burrow is responsible mainly for the Bengals here. Jamar Chase has had some great games, but he's also had some dud games. So, for me, give me the quarterback. Give me... Mac Jones at plus money to win the award. Yeah, no, to- totally. I-, I agree with that, especially with the value right now you can get. <clears throat> yep. Uh, last question, and then you're off the seat, ACL. Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor mm. for Offensive Player of the Year? <coughs> right awesome. now it's Pickham. It's right pick now it's Pickham. It's Pickham. Pick Love this market. Obviously, you can make a case for either one. Personally, I'm voting for Jonathan Taylor. I've seen people who are out there saying – Cup Taylor should win MVP. I'm not going to go that far to say that they're going to get ahead of Aaron Rodgers or they should. I would definitely vote for Rodgers for, for that award. But look, 51-49 coin flip type thing. <clears throat> Give me Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to go with Cup. Okay. I I, Can't I, argue. I hear you. Um, but yeah, I mean, what Cup did to me this year? I mean, <clears throat> almost you know potentially breaking this record or yeah. you know whatever. I think he with also for for rece- receptions too. I mean, not only did he do it receiving yards, but also receptions i think he's about 11 receptions short um of breaking that record so uh very cool i mean jonathan taylor had a heck of a year so nothing really against him and, and it should be pick him right now in yeah. my opinion i can't argue with that at all exactly. all right look ahead to the top nfl game of the week we talked about it a little bit earlier the nine and seven san fran 49ers at the 12 and 4 la rams rams currently minus three and a half total 44 Look, the Rams have already clinched a playoff spot. We talked about that. 
and we'll also clinch the, the division with a win here or a Cardinals loss. The Niners clinch a playoff spot here with a win or a loss by the Saints. This game is at 425 Eastern, as is the Saints game. What the NFL does, they try to do where it's, you know, if one team gets in, if the, if the other team loses, all that. They try to match those games up at the same time. So, for instance, if the Saints game was earlier and they lost, the Niners would already know that they're in. They don't want to give those teams advantages. So sometimes they're... They don't always match them up perfectly, so always look out for that from a scheduling point of view, just as an aside, guys. Um, the Rams, they are coming into this one off five straight wins. They are traveling back cross-country from Baltimore last week after winning there by one point. The Rams do also have divisional revenge here after losing at San Fran in Week 10, 31-10. The Niners last week, they won and covered against the Texans, 23-7. They have won three of their last four. As of now, as of taping on Wednesday, they're saying Jimmy G could play versus the Rams here. He's still technically questionable. But remember, Wags, and you and I talked about this on Sunday last week, Trey Lance was announced then, and the Niners got steamed. They were steamed out to minus 13.5, as high as minus 13.5, with Lance in there. So they're basically saying, the market is basically saying that there's almost no difference here between Lance and Garoppolo. I would disagree. I, I think a healthy Garoppolo is much preferred from my perspective, but... The market is basically saying a one-point difference, if anything at all, so don't read too much into the quarterback news um, here on this one. But look, good game. Two teams that are going to be playing hard. Divisional revenge for the Rams. Really, really looking forward to this game. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. And, you know, to me, on paper, I, it's a very, very even game. Um, you know, I know that line opened Rams 6. I thought that was too high. Clearly, um, a lot of the Sharps did as well. And, I mean, Offensively, you're looking at you know two top half teams. I think Rams in scoring are, are scoring about 27 points a game. San Fran 25. Um, on the flip side, points allowed, they both give up 21 points a game. So um, yeah, Rams are slightly you know when you're looking at just purely numbers, points allowed, points scored, um, a slight favorite, and they're at home. So you know the the line makes sense. That at least now it's moved to where it's going to probably sit for the remainder of the week until, um, you know, maybe the day of where we might get some public action. Um, yeah, I mean, look, uh, you mentioned it 31 10 earlier this year. San Fran beat the Rams, uh, you know, up in San Fran. Now, big home game. Um, you know, I, I suspect this to be a, a very good, hard-fought game. I mean, this is why it is the game of the week. They are pretty much, you know, Niners fighting for their playoff lives. Rams are, are in, but, um, you know, seeding does matter. So we'll see how that works out. Um, and, you know, as far as uh, an interesting stat, Kyle Shanahan as a underdog is uh, right around 60%. Mm-hmm. So, um, against the spread. So uh, just you know, keep that in mind, and I'll be taking a look a little bit closer this week at that game and, and seeing if, uh, if we'll be playing anything. Yeah, me too. It's one I have circled. I'm, I'm definitely I want to be watching on it. it. Right? I, yeah. I want to be on it. You know, I like I like to I like to be. You know, I, I take an extra hard look at some of these you know bigger games just to you know I want to give our listeners um, you know not only winners but also have interest in in some of the big games uh a lot of the times i end up staying off it though you know sometimes it's just not worth it there's no value um i don't see it but you know i, t- I take an extra hard look at those 
All right, moving on, $200 site credit time. No Monday Night Football game this week, so we will be doing the $200 site credit Sunday Night Football contest. Chargers. Also, very important game. Yeah, very important game. I'm glad that they in, right? moved it here, yeah. Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday Night Football. All right, here we go, guys. Question number one. I'm about to read three questions. If you get all three right, you win 200 bucks in site credit to therealmrecl.com. You enter by tweeting your answers to myself or Wags on Twitter. That's how you do it. Or Instagram. No problem there. At the Real Mr. ACL or at Captain Wags. Question number one. Chargers minus three and a half. At the Las Vegas Raiders, you're taking the Chargers minus three and a half or the Raiders plus three and a half. Question number two. Name the player who will score the first touchdown in the game. Question number three. The total number of touchdown passes by Justin Herbert. All right, those are the three questions. Get them in, get them right, get them first. If there's a tie, whoever gets it in first is the winner. Good luck to everybody who's going to enter. Free play time, man. 2-0 last week. I had a winner with the Titans. I know you had a winner as well. Yeah, free plays have been hot. Podcast yes, free plays. Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, they've been, uh, they've been great. Getting a lot of DMs. When's my next one? I don't know. Well, I guess it's right now. It's right now. Although. It's right now. Next one on Instagram or Twitter, we shall see. We shall see. But, yeah, before we give them out, guys, again, the website, therealmistracial.com. Check us out there. Any questions, hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, we're always available, and you can always email us through the website as well. Packages will be up. National Championship Package. College basketball is going well lately. And, um, you know, hockey, NBA, everything's going. So NFL playoff package will be up, too, once you're listening to this. So it, it gets you the entire playoffs through the Super Bowl, the entire Super Bowl, all the props and everything there. So, that package will be up. Um, free plays, man. You want to do the honors? Yeah, I'll start it off. I mean, look, you got. Uh, I'm going to go up to Orchard Park in New York. We got the New York Jets visiting the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo needs this game uh, to, to lock up the division, the AFC East. So they will be playing and playing hard. Uh, Jets coming off a pretty big win um, last week, or at least, a, you know, a sol- not a win. I, I should say a solid performance before Brady ended their uh, hopes and dreams with 15 seconds left. Um, but they did play pretty well against the Bucks. Um, that said, I foresee the Bills wanting to, to win and get out, right? They're, they're 16-point favorites. Um, the, the Buffalo area just got over a foot of snow. Uh, it's supposed to be rainy on Sunday with 20 to 25 mile an hour winds. Um, that said, a little bit reminiscent of that New England Buffalo game, um, you know, many weeks ago when, you know, what was the final score, like 13 10 or, yeah. or something like that, where uh, very run heavy um, weather was not that great. We, you know, Mac Jones threw the ball three times. Um, and, 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 you know, New England ended up coming out winners. Uh, but. I'm on the under. I'm taking the under. I'm taking under 42 Jets Bills. Um, I think that the weather is going to play a factor. Uh, Zach Wilson, you know, I, I don't see him going to Buffalo and, and flinging the ball around in 20, 25 mile an hour winds. Um, also don't see the Jets run game as um, you know good enough as, or as good as New England's. So they're going to have some issues there. On the other side, Buffalo. Um, yeah, they have experience. Josh Allen has experience. Um, they might throw it around a little bit, but I think they're going to go up. Um, it'll be kind of close early. They'll pull away, but slow the game down. Um, you know, basically just getting out with a win. And I don't think that many points will be scored. That said, 
under 42 Jets Bills. Good stuff for my free play. I'm sticking in the NFL as well. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half versus the Saints on Sunday. Talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah, the Saints need this game to get into the playoffs, and that's why the spread is what it is. The books are charging you a tax to bet on the team that needs the game. And that presents value, in my opinion, on the home dog Falcons here. The Falcons scored last week at Buffalo. It's actually very misleading. They, they lost by 14. Matt Ryan scored a touchdown in that game to cut it to seven in the fourth. And then he got called for taunting. And then they reviewed the touchdown, and they said he was down at the half-yard line. So they enforced the penalty, pushed him back to the 15-yard line. So it was like fourth and goal from the 15. So they went up losing the game by 14. So that was that was wild. It was crazy. So point being, if they get in there, you know, lose by seven, this spread's actually going to be lower. So um, very, very kind of misleading final score there. And I, I look, I also think it could very well be Matt Ryan's last game in Atlanta here. He knows that. The fans know that. He might even well be auditioning for some other teams here. He's been playing hard the last few weeks. The team has been playing hard, um, certainly in Buffalo last week. So with a low total here in this one, 39.5 being the total, I get a home team here, a divisional team here, still playing hard um, in the Atlanta Falcons here, getting 4.5 points. Uh, in a game where they have the opportunity and they know it to knock out a hated division rival in the Saints here. And the Saints, with the quarterback situation, in my opinion, are just not a team that should be laying that many points on the road against a decent team, especially in the division here. So free play, Atlanta Falcons, readily available in the market, plus four and a half on Sunday. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no, I mean, look. The Saints just lost two weeks ago to the Dolphins. What thirty nothing or whatever they did. thirty-three, whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely good value there. The Atlanta Falcons, Dirty Bird's going to get us hopefully to the window here on Sunday. All right, my man. Anything else before we close up shop, get out of town? The next time we talk to you guys will be, of course, after the national title game. Cannot wait for that one. The playoff seedings and everything will be set next week, so we will have all the NFL stuff going on. Again, the playoff package, NFL, will be up on the site once you guys are listening to this, so check that out. Anything else, Wags? No, I mean, look, I mean, we we got other sports as well. I know we talk football, hockey. I mean, 17-8-1 in the last uh, 26. Hot, brother. Or 18-7-1. Why am I selling myself short? Uh, 72% uh, in the last 26 games. I mean, we're we're over, you know, I would say, uh, this is a guess, but we're over 60% over the last, uh, I would say, 90 days or or 60 days. And uh, we did start off slow. I will say that a little different this year with COVID and everything in NHL. Um, But since then, we have been absolutely banging it out and uh, absolutely love it. College basketball has been hot. NBA, how you doing over there? Doing well, man. One a day. Yep. So uh, we are uh, we're hot. Let's go. DM me. Sign up. Go to therealmisteracl.com backslash packages. You can take a look at what we have to offer there. Sign up. Get on board. Let's make some money. Good stuff. All right. Again, happy new year, everybody. Hope you're well. Appreciate all the DMs, tweets about everything yes. going on lately. So we appreciate all you guys. Good stuff. All right. For WAGS, I am ACL. Good luck on all your plays. Good luck to everybody this weekend, and we'll talk to you same time next week.